Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that has ever existed, a podcast on the Lughole Network. And this week I am bringing you the rest of my conversation with Frankie Becerra. We talked about our best songs of 2021. Uh, This is the first time I've ever done a two-parter with Frankie. I won't do a whole long spiel like I did last time talking about you know, how much I like this tradition and how, you know, much this episode was fun. Um, Yeah, last week we talked about songs by bands like Turnstile and Ali and AJ or artists like Lord and Tyler the Creator and Justin Bieber and Japanese Breakfast, all sorts of songs that kind of hit all sorts of moments on the spectrum of music that we just loved from the past year. Um, In the outro to last week's episode, I played a song by The Armed uh, because I was talking about having music and that's another album that i like um i don't have too much else to say about the the picks that we have coming up it's a really great conversation i talk a little bit about my number one album of the year i'm also releasing a blog post with my top 20 albums and a little bit of thoughts on each one on my blog burgeraday.com so if that interests you that will also be down below in the show notes as well as our social media uh so before I play you the audio. Go follow Frankie on all his social media. He's at Frankie's your fave on Twitter, at Frankie underscore Becerra on Instagram and TikTok. I talked about why I love Frankie's TikTok last week. Um, And you can see him live in Brewster um, in January. He is doing two shows at Tilly's Table in Brewster, New York on Friday, uh, January 14th, and Saturday, January 15th. Both those shows are at 6.30 p.m. You can find the link to buy tickets to both of those at the sh- at in the show notes uh, down below, or there is no below. Um, you know where to find the show notes, um, and you could follow Frankie there too. Uh, you could follow me on all my social media. I'm at James P Crowley on instagram tiktok james p crowley 68 on twitter follow the podcast on twitter james crowley's infinite playlist um next week i think because it is the week between christmas and new year's i think that i will do an episode talking about my apple music replay maybe get a few honorable mentions i do feel like a lot of the big songs i wanted to talk about this year are up uh, in this podcast but you know i'll throw in a few you know, things that I didn't really get to that I think were worth talking about in a solo episode. Um, But yeah, but in the meantime, here is the best songs of 2021, uh, according to me and Frankie. Uh, Keep an eye out for Frankie and James Do Half Hours coming up sometime in the near-ish future, hopefully. Uh, Yeah, and I'll jam out with you next time. Bye. Let's roll on into your next pick, which uh, artist of the this year. Is, this is my token heavy music song. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo with Deja Vu. Carite, the Malibu, strawberry ice cream. One spoon for two and trading jackets. Laughing about how small it looks on you.
This uh, this was my most played song of the year, and I think a good amount of those plays come from two things. Uh, it was a song that my friend Megan and I, or that my friend Megan would request that I put on as we drive home from a bar, and so it got a lot of play from that. And also, I don't know why, but I, and I'm gonna manifest this now. I got it in my head that I really wanted the Foo Fighters or at least just Dave Grohl to cover this song. Okay. Because I think that they could do it really well. I think the obvious choice would be for them to cover Good For You because that's like the more rock-based song. But I think they could do a really good job of this. Or I could do an impression of Dave Grohl doing it. So if he doesn't do it, I'll do it. But I do, I really do think this song is great. I think it's so well-written. I think there's like, just so many like little details like when when she says uh the part where she says we kind of do sound the same and she like pitches her voice up a little bit to make her sound different to maybe sound the same as the girl she's talking about i don't know i didn't get that deep into the olivia rodrigo lore this year and i'm okay with that but i do really enjoy this song and what she's doing with it and i also love the idea of her fully believing and this might be the case but her fully believing that she put this man on to Billy Joel. Underground artist, Billy Joel. What, what I will say about this, and because I've gone back and forth about this, is I do think she's young. She's 18. Yeah, exactly, and- exactly. And, and maybe, and, and people learn about different artists at different time, of course. But That's, that, that's kind of my thing. I'm like, she's young. Yeah. He's also young. I think he's like 20, you know? Yeah. So like, you know, maybe they just like, yeah, you know, for me, I only know Billy Joel because my parents were fans of Billy Joel. Of course, I know him because I grew up with my parents playing classic rock in the car. But also, I grew up watching TV in New York, yeah. which means I'm constantly seeing commercials for fucking Billy Joel at the Garden. So I, I, I'm, I'm familiar with him being this right. megastar. So that's that as well. But if, if only we were from Long Island, we would <laughs> exactly. Um, be like, what do you mean? Exactly. But so one of the things that this song makes me think of, and I've been thinking of it since it came out, was do you remember the song Want You Back by Cher Lloyd? Yes. This is just that song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. And like yeah. I think it's fun. I think I do think that, you know, of of the singles that came out from uh Sour, I think that this one like kind of got lost in the shuffle just because I agree. I, I felt like it got the least press, but it somehow became my favorite. Yeah. It like came out between uh driver's license, which was, you know, this huge hit and then uh, good for you, which, you know, I think, I think a lot of people just got into good for you because it sounds like Paramore um, and the anger behind it as well. They wanted yeah. her to go from sad to angry. Right. And like pop punk is having a moment this yes. season. Yes. You know? I agree. Thanks machine gun Kelly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be here without him. Um, it's all because of Megan Fox, really. We have yeah. Megan Fox to thank. <laughs> I I want to put the blame on Travis Barker. I call it blame. Not... All right, there we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I like this. I think she did a great job with this one. 
I do. She's too. another one where I'm excited to see what she does next. Obviously. But I also like, think what's weird is that the Billy Joel song that she uses as her like reference though is Uptown Girl. Yes, that's it. That's the other thing I was gonna say. It's not like it's some like fucking romantic ballad. Right. It's it's like uh, I love Uptown Girl. Great it's song. A jaunty little like de- 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 like fun like. Maybe they watch Trainwreck together. Maybe yeah. That could be it. But also, but also, I think to an extent, it's also an example of how like when you're in a relationship with someone something that doesn't have this meaning for anyone else starts to have this meaning for the two of you. Oh yeah. Cause there's also the line early on about watching reruns of Glee. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's just, that's Glee. just a form of torture as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that's why he was, he was in the, after hearing his songs, I'm like, I'm team Josh Bassett. Interesting. I'm team Josh Bassett. I'm team Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't care. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal did nothing wrong. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, right, I guess I gotta listen to these Joshy songs. <laughs> um, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, uh, which, I mean, breakout artist of 2021, Bo Burnham, All Eyes on Me. Your seats, all eyes on me, all eyes on me. Get your fucking hands up. Get on out of your seats, all eyes on me, all eyes on me. Are you feeling nervous? Are you having fun? It's almost over. It's just begun. Don't overthink this. Look in my eye. Don't be scared. Don't be shy. Come on in. The water's fine. We're going to go where everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody We're going to go where everybody knows. Everybody Yeah. Uh, you know, um, so he's another one that was running TikTok for a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, so I remember when we when this special came out over the summer, we talked a little bit about it. Uh, but the times that I'd like mention it to you, you were like, yeah, I still haven't watched it yet. Have you watched it yet? I watched it. Yes, <laughs> I was. I'm going to be honest. I was scared to watch it. Yeah. Because I am a big fan of Bose. I have been for like literally since like his YouTube days. Like I remember watching his Comedy Central Presents when it was yeah. live, like watching it when it was new. And I I I know I know what he's capable of. And yeah. he delivered on this. And so I, I mentioned earlier that I had uh, a note about our lists in general and I was gonna save it. And this is like the song that kind of made me realize that your playlist is kind of like an existential look at how bad our world is. <laughs> and and my playlist is me trying to distract myself from constantly thinking about how bad our world is. <laughs> and I think, I, think the, I think the back and forth that we're about to have with your song and the song that I have coming up next really like exemplifies that sentiment. And I think that Cause yeah, cause I'm 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 fucking scared all the time. I'm no, not doing yeah, well. No, like, so and so when I watched the bow, it didn't make it better. No, no, so it that didn't. someone who's achieved a lot of the shit I want to achieve is also doing bad. Like, well, so what? What I end up, th- you know, I end up thinking a lot to the moment in Make Happy where he talks about how he's like, 
I was given everything. I was given every opportunity that I wanted to. I'm successful, I'm rich, and I'm unhappy, whatever the actual phrasing is. And I'm like, oh yeah, you know, because that's a, that's a feeling that has resonated with me a lot over the past like two or three years because I'm like, oh, you know, I'm technically doing everything I grew up wanting to do, you know, like maybe not in the capacity that I want to, but I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like living my dreams and I'm still severely unhappy. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's one of those things where it's like almost having the opposite thing. Like anytime something that I want doesn't happen, in the back of my head, there's that little voice where it's like, well, what would that have really fixed? Right, yeah. And And I mean, I think, yeah, that's what this was a very like eye opening moment, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I think to, to, to talk about the song in general, I think that in general, these as songs are the best songs Bo has written. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're not absolutely. necessarily all funny, even though a lot of them are. Yeah. There were there were a lot of funny moments in the special. I haven't rewatched the special since it came out. I yeah, watched me, it me one time and I was like, that was enough. <laughs> but I, you know, but I keep coming back to this song because I'm like, oh, this sounds like a pop song and everything right. about it, you know, even the interlude where he's talking about, you know, quitting. I'm like, this could be something, this could be something from like a Tyler album or, yeah. you know, yeah. anything. And I think, you know, that sort of panic and the sense of, like, you know, feeling trapped in. Like, it's a very, like, underwater song. Yeah. Um, um, I had forgotten about the part where he talks about uh, how he was about to start performing again and yeah. touring again in January 2020. And I was like, oh, same. Same for us. Like, we... <laughs> We, we were supposed to fucking headline for the first time in right, April. We had a like, big show plan. <laughs> um, obviously, obviously a little different between right, us and yeah. Bill Burnham, but but yeah, it, it, it yeah, it's one of those things where I was like, because I as far as as far as the actual song goes, I love it. Yeah, as far as everything he's saying to me, I hate it. I don't <laughs> want him to be telling me this. I know. I know what he, I know these things already. I don't right. need him to remind me. I'm actively well, trying to forget all of these things. Like, but the one moment in the song that I come back to a bunch just because like it reminds, it, it reminds me of my favorite album of last year, Spanish Love Songs, Brave Faces, Everyone, is when in the second verse he just goes, you say the ocean's rising, like I give a shit, yep. you know, and yep. I'm like, oh yeah, there because there were a ton of references on the Spanish Love Songs album to the ocean rising. Yeah, and I'm like, and okay. and, and it it made me think because like, for most of my life, I have given a shit that the ocean's rising. Yeah, the environment has been something I've been actively passionate about for going on like 20 years at this point, and right. it's and it's like I as a child was trying to do shit about it when the adults that were actually in charge were like, don't worry. Yeah, because it doesn't fucking matter. But like as a child, I don't understand that. So I'm trying to do like fundraisers and shit for the ocean, and like, and now I'm an adult being like, nice try, idiot. <laughs> like, how 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 those t-shirts you made help? Like, yeah, it's like, God. it's it's, uh, yeah, yeah, shit's uh, bad. Yeah, all bad, <laughs> all around bad. Um, 
you know, we're, you know, there could be a Holocene extinction event. Um, and I've gone obsessive about reading about the end of the world. Uh, and not like in sort of like a biblical, like in a very scientific, like, this is how the unit, this is how humans will all die. This is how the planet will end. And then this is how the universe will ultimately end. Yeah, fun stuff. Keep it light. Yeah, positive. Yeah. End of year. Hey. Yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> Let's roll on in to your next pick, um, which is start over again. Yeah. This is... Start things over again. And get out on the right foot. Tipping down your shoulder. Open now that we're older. We can but I'm working on looking ahead. Why does it always feel like that we're starting over? Take it all in as I can. I'm trying to but you're moving in faster Hoping to get out Hoping to get out of my head Hoping to get out Hoping to just start over again Wish I could have said more Hanging my head Staring at the floor You're taking a chance On me baby before So what's another Is there still hope that we can fall For each other We're, we're about to have back-to-back songs on my end of uh, artists that I know personally. Okay. And I do so think you sent me Friends of the Falls. I definitely did, yeah. But um, but yeah, this is this is an EP that they released earlier this year. Uh, some of the songs on this EP were from... They released in 2020 as singles, I think. But this one was new for this EP, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it really stuck with me. I really liked this song. Uh, it made me feel like the world's not ending and there would be time for us to start things over again. Oh yeah, it's very it, it, it's very upbeat, very bouncy. Yes. It reminds me a lot of like the 1975 and yeah. their sort of like their bouncier songs. Yeah. It feels a little bit Christmassy and I don't know why. I think there, there's kind of like bells almost in that this song it, yeah. and I think that could be it because as soon as you said that I kind of got it as well but I hadn't felt that before. But yeah, it's just, it's just. It could also just be listening to it at this time of year. Maybe, um, yeah. yeah. But I, uh, I just, I actually, I texted my friend when this one came out, the, the guy who wrote it, obviously. Yeah. And I told him that I had this idea for like a music video of, because this is a duo, this band. Right. And it's um, these two guys, Matt and Jake, and not Matt Joyce, different Matt. And uh, I told him that I had this idea that I'm, confident that they would probably not be able to do but like when i hear this song i just picture the two of them performing it on top of a moving truck i mean have you just like the two of them standing on top of an 18 wheeler with like one with a guitar one with a drum set just like singing it as it drives through like downtown la or whatever because that's where they're based out of right now and i i suggested that to him and i don't think that they've done it uh they did put out a video for this song of them like performing it on a roof which is close and I will take credit for it, but, but yeah, I, I love them. I'm proud of them. I'm excited to see where they go from here. And I, I thought that this was just some of their best work. So hopefully they get the budget to do that music. Video. Yeah. Hopefully I'll, I'll drive the truck. Actually, no, I want them to live. I want the truck. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this. Um, I thought it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those songs that makes me think that we're not all about to die. So we need yeah, more of those. No. 
I, in my notes, I put that it's a love song, but it's also kind of about rebirth and kind yeah. of about rekindling a romance, yeah. which exactly. is nice and positive. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, let's roll on into my next pick, which was Massa by Tyler, the creator. It's the most valuable. Massa couldn't catch me. My legs long than a bitch. Got too much self-respect. I wash my hands for I piss. They try to talk me. I'ma just go. Yeah. When I turned 23, that's when puberty finally hit me. My facial hair started growing my clothes and ain't really fit me. That caterpillar went to cocoon. Do you get me? See, I was shifting. That's really why Cherry Bomb sounded so shifty. My taste started changing from what it was when they met me. But first impression is everything. Ain't wanna let me go. Always curious as a child and asking questions. So I ain't get no fucks, if and buts, if they accept me. Yo, my boy Skate P gave me that speech in Italy session. Um, thankfully by hour three, it be talking. Perspective, um, thoughts change so rapid. Turn about a fly, fly boy happen. All the bees buzz, be they buzz, scream, they love me. First time my private airline, accolade song got airtime. Go into my style, body, and feelings, and fix my hairline. Calm down in front of cameras, business at tens of millions. I'm not the um, my Tyler pick. Uh, and you know, when I mentioned before, I was like, yeah, there's songs about getting out. I thought of the intro to this explicitly because yeah. he talks about that. I think, you know, it's sort of like in the last one, it's about reflecting, but it's not so much reflecting on, you know, that early part of the career, even though he talks about when Yonkers come, coming out, he talked a lot about... I that was very interesting, yeah. You know, but he talked about like, oh yeah, you know, this was what I was going through when Flower Boy came out. This is what I was going through when Cherry Bomb came out. Yeah. And like very much detailing what was going on in his life just at different points in time yeah i uh this song is another obviously i love this album we've spoken yeah. about that already but this was another uh song that had one of my lyrics of the year in it the part where he says uh got too much self-respect i wash my hands before i piss yeah that's a good i one. thought that was funny just uh, just just given the content but also um i had a i had a joke that i wrote right before covid shut everything down that i was trying to make work and that was not working and that our friend john barnes told me to just stop trying to make work uh where i would say because because at this point uh we knew that the coronavirus existed but we didn't know how serious it was and so the 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 news was basically like be safe wash your hands stuff like that and i had this joke that i was doing where i said uh, I've always been an avid hand washer, even before all this. Uh, I wash my hands before and after I pee on them. I do think it's I just, heard, remember you saying that. I, I tried to do it at the Lucy's Mike a couple times, and it got nothing, and it should get nothing. It's stupid, but, but in, Tyler, my, in my head, I was like, this is funny. This will work, and it didn't, but that's fine. Tyler might have. If Tyler, the creator, came to a Lucy's Mike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that could have been your uh, Crystalia moment. <laughs> yeah, that could have been what got me in with him. I'd be writing for whatever he's pitching to Adult Swim as we speak. Exactly. But yeah, I don't have much else to add about Matt. Yeah, I thought this one was great. Um, but let's roll on into your next pick, um, which was All Good by, is it pronounced Torrey? Yeah. Sitting here, I'm thinking of you And how that's time I'll never get back I 
gave focus to your shit Your ego made me quit Almost lost myself in places of denial Had to think to myself About my business, no one else At the end of the day, I've got to do me Had to think to myself About my business, no one else At the end of the day, I've got to do me If the people leave you high and dry Just know it's all good, it's all good Life will find Right, yeah this is uh, another friend of mine. He and I met doing the open mics uh, when I was in college at Western Connecticut State. And God, he's just such a talented vocalist. And he's so fun to see live. And I miss him. I miss, I miss seeing live music, obviously. But like, I, I, having, having kind of formed this little community in college of like him and my buddy Chris and our friend Megan, who... They're, they're, I've sent you their music plenty of times. I think Megan might have made either Megan or Chris might have made my list last year, but um, yeah. So and, and so, but anyway, we're talking about Teray now. He released this song in January, and it's just like such a like feel good, upbeat R and B jam. That just like it, it, it's just one of those songs that like immediately puts me in a good mood, and it feels even better to be like, I know that guy, like I know the dude, like singing it, and like. It's just good. It make, it, it's another one of those like reassuring songs that makes me think that like shit's going to be okay. Like, which obviously, like I said, we need more of those right now. Like, yeah, it's also always nice when like your friends who make music are actually making like good music. <laughs> it's such a relief. It's I. It's such a relief. I'm so thankful that the people that I know that make music make good music because I would be supporting them regardless. But it makes it so much easier to tell them that it's good and mean it. Like shout out to my friends. Like, like I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do a quick honorable mentions. Cause I had a couple people that like my friend Sabrina put out a bunch of songs this year. Uh, her song love again. I went back and forth on with this list and my buddy Nick put out a, a, an album with his band called meat and potatoes that I really loved. That was one of my top albums according to my Apple music wrapped. And I agree. Cause I loved it. I thought they did a great job. So had I had more room on this playlist, they definitely would have been here. But I'm proud of them and I love them. So and Jeray as well, obviously. He he's here. He's the one we're talking about. And um he put out an EP in I think it was 2019 that he put out that EP, but that was another one where I was like, I'm excited to see where he goes from here. So he's he's someone that I believe in and I'm excited for him. And he actually knows the guys from Friends of the Falls. So it's oh, kind nice. of yeah, through awesome. I guess local tri-state area music, but like, but yeah, so it's it's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for them. Cool. Um, yeah. I, I liked this. I, like you said, I liked that it's just like a positive feel, you know? Yeah. I said, I don't, in my notes, I wrote that it's also kind of Hamilton-y. Um, okay. Interesting. A little bit. I think he has like a little bit of like a Lin-Manuel Miranda-ish quality to his voice where okay. it's kind of like rapping, but also sing-songy. Yeah, he, and he's very like, like I said, he's a live performer first and foremost. Yeah. I think like that's that's where I'm most familiar with him, and so it's nice to to see him putting it putting out real stuff, putting out his own stuff. Hell yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which was "Wilder Days" by Morgan Wade. Yes, um, from city, yeah. I ain't got a clue. Tell me what you want me to do 
this was this was an album that like I had no idea about this artist. They just kind of like every Friday when Apple Music updates with the new music, I yeah. you know I like to scroll through I and do I do the see, same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like curious. And I remember I see this cover of you know basically just like. I didn't know if it was a man or woman or what, you know, right. when I first saw it, I was just like, Oh, it's this, this person with tattoos covering their, on their hands, covering their face. Yeah. I was like, this is either going to be like a SoundCloud rapper or a punk musician or something like that. And then I was like, Oh, this is like a country song. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I uh, no, go ahead. Oh, and I was just like, I listen. I love this whole record. It's one of my favorite albums of the year. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to check out the whole album. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? I, I, when I was first listening to the, your playlist all the way through and this song came on, I hadn't like, I, I did like a quick scroll to see yeah. like what you included, but I didn't look that close because when this song started playing, my first thought was, oh, cool. I haven't heard this Miley Cyrus song. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. It's a little bit kind of, it kind of feels like a Miley Cyrus. But like once, once I listened to it a little bit more, I obviously was able to pick up on distinctions between the two of them, but that right. was my first impression. No, and I mean, she kind of, she has a very pretty voice. She has, like, you know, what I kind of like about it, she kind of reminds me a little bit of a lot of the other country artists I like, like Jason Isbell and, like, you know, where it's a very humanist, like, outlook. You know, it feels very down to earth. She is someone that, like, you know, you could kind of picture playing in a bar and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She also doesn't necessarily seem like she would be out of place on a bill with a band like like the Menzingers or something. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's um, kind of that modern country, like. Yeah, you know, and without it being like modern country, but without it being like the stadium country, like someone like I don't know, like like Luke Combs or yeah. uh, you know Luke Bryan or something, right? Like that, you know, and I really just kind of like you know I like everything about this song. I like yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, I like kind of the the sense of like I kind of wish I knew you when. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say as well. The idea of meeting someone at one point in your and their life, and like knowing that obviously they have also lived an entire life and wondering like what else they were before you knew who they are now. Definitely, and you know, it's I think it's also just because like you know now living living with Annie, I'm like oh you know we're like you know, we're about the same age. I'm a year older, you know, but like, I'm like, oh, you know, we both grew up in New York. We both went to state schools, you know, we both, you know, very much could have crossed paths at different points. And we've had a few moments where we're like, oh, we were both at the same concert or something like that. That's funny. Um, You know, and one, one of the new jokes I've been telling is about like how we talk about like, if we met when we were in college, would we have dated? Yeah, Um, I wonder that as well. About people that I meet, yeah. And I'm also just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, this sort of, you know, I wish I'd known you then. Sort right. Of, I think a very sweet sentiment. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, since she's listening, I'm going to stop talking about her. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's roll on into your next pick, which was uh, Fear No Man by Little Sim. <laughs> Rose could be rose gold. I just demonstrate greatness they cannot show. No new 
friends can't be welcomed in my section See that little zone there, that's a no-go Tell me who you know, floating on the beat like this You can't not respect it, I ain't asking you to like this You can always trust, I'll give you something here to vibe with Heads turn when I pull up, looking stylish Shit, you're a typical rapper, I ain't got my neck froze Still your favourite artist, couldn't even step close Heard they want my crown, but I ain't never stressed though Cause to your career, that would be detrimental Come on This is, I really like this project by Lil Sims. She's an artist that like, I had been meaning to check out for a while. And then one day, like you said, scrolling through Apple Music on a Friday, seeing what new had just came out. She was like one of the top couple albums that had just come out. I was like, oh cool, I'll check this one out. And I was not disappointed. I think I probably downloaded it. I think I, I'm pretty sure I was off that day and I had like a bunch of errands to run and I downloaded it. And just like played it in the car and just like listened to it like for the rest of the day. And this was one of the songs that stuck out to me. And I think part of it is because it shares a message that I've always been drawn to in songs. And I can think of other songs that have a similar message to it, but I'm not going to name them because like one of the things that I do when I make a playlist for this podcast is I always kind of second guess putting a song on the playlist because in my head, I'm also creating entirely new right. themes that this song could also fit into. Right. And I don't yeah. want to double dip. So with, with that in mind, I'm not going to mention the other songs. But this does have kind of like that, that theme of almost weaponizing equality to the point of like everyone else that you could be scared of for this, that, or the other reason, they're just another person. They're, they're just like you. They're just waking up in the morning. They got blood running through their veins. They're just trying to make it day after day. So like, it's the song's called Fear No Man. Don't be afraid of the people that you have put on a pedestal because they're just some fucking dude. Like, and, and obviously she's singing it from the perspective of a, of a black woman. So there could be other ramifications for her saying it as well. But as the person that's listening to it, that's how I was taking it. No, and I, I totally get that. I end up thinking, it, it's funny, as you were talking, and it's a slightly different aspect. It made me think of, um, there's a line by The World is a Beautiful Place uh, in probably their most popular song where they say, make evil afraid of evil shadow, okay. um, which is very much so, you know, the whole idea of like, fear no man, fear, you know, and like you said, you know, embrace things. I'm like, I totally kind of think, you know, like you said, you know, we have power, <clears throat> excuse me, to like do good and to do whatever. And, you know, it is good to humanize things. And, yeah. you know, I always think about, you know, like one of the dumb things like your parents or your grandparents or whatever say to you, which is always like, you know, everyone gets up and puts their pants on one leg at, at a time in the morning. Yeah. And, and, that, and like this song, but also the other ones that I said I wouldn't mention because they're similar. They're like one of the they're like those songs that like I would like to listen to before like a job interview or something. Yeah. Because like I because like I'm nervous. Like I'm gonna be talking to this person who's like more or less deciding my future. Yeah. And so that that scares me. That makes me nervous. But like 
they are also just some dude or some lady or like some person that they're at work. They're just doing their job. Like, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I could go into it, but totally. Um, this is a great song, great album. Yeah, um, I need to check out this whole album because I've been yeah. seeing, I've been seeing it get a lot of attention, and I think I meant to check it out when it came out because I was like, oh, I like the title. Sometimes I might be introvert. Yeah. But then, like you know, it just I just never came around to it. And listening to this, I was like, uh, it kind of, in a sense, you know, reminded me a little bit of the Mdu Mokdar song because yeah. I was like, oh, you know, this has like tribal beats you know yes the instrumentation is extremely the instrumentation is great but then like she's just a great rapper on top of it i agree i was like oh i'm also i'm also uh she's from the uk and part of me is always kind of like strayed away from british rappers i don't know why i i just i don't know maybe maybe it's just like u.s exceptionalism that like i take them less seriously or something i don't know but like well i think you know because in a sense I, don't, I, I end up thinking that like w- we as Americans <laughs> kind of think like what do British people have to exactly. you what, know, what do they have to contribute which is plenty obviously right. they're human yeah. beings going through their own experience but uh, it, it's very easy to be an American being like we're the only ones that count like um, and it's not good obviously but you know we're working on shit I think it's also just because like rap is an American art form like, yeah that too that you too. know yeah, so I also do think that there are some British rappers that are like corny or weird or I'm sure. yeah. But also, there's plenty of American rappers that are too. That's true. <laughs> so you know. Anyway. Anyway, Check let's roll. She did a good job. Let's roll on into my next pick, uh, which one of my albums of the year. Uh, we're getting to like the point where I'm like, all right, most of these are like my top five albums of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, save face, another kill for the highlight reel. we've ever talked about my chemical romance but you've never struck me as someone that would be into my chemical romance i i liked black parade the song a lot when it came out but there was i i think maybe i just like stray from intensity right when it comes to music but i i yeah i never really got into them i got into instead i got into those earlier panic of the disco records and from under the cork trait that was kind of as emo as I got. Yeah. Um, and so this band really kind of scratched the My Chemical Romance itch. And I yeah, sent I see that. a handful of people when it came out. Um, <laughs> and 
you know, I, like I said, they're another band from New Jersey. They do the theatrical stuff. They all wear jumpsuits on stage when they perform and they yeah. say like, we're gay Slipknot. Um, <laughs> I like that. That makes but, me like them better. Yeah. But like, you know, for this. So they're, I, so they're beefing with gay Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> yeah (laughs) Uh, but um you know so like it's one of those things where they're you know i just kind of this kind of scratched the same itch that like the black parade did you know okay interesting years ago or so just because i'm like oh this is another out this is another album about death um you know every and and again it kind of it kind of sorry to cut you off but it kind of goes back to what we were saying about lord like we're hearing the people that were influenced by these artists make their own music now so it makes sense that we're going to hear, you know, traces of Black Parade and shit like this. Definitely. Yeah. And like My Chemical Romance, for the past two years, My Chemical Romance have been having a moment because they've been yeah. supposed to reunite. They've been teasing the shit out of you guys. I know. It's, <laughs> it's edging, really. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, so I end up thinking, you know, I heard this record and I was like, oh, sh-, you know, I heard like the first two singles and I was okay. like, oh, this is perfect. And I went back and forth on which song from this album to pick because I could have chose just about any one of them. Um, right. I just kind of think that everything about this song, you know, talking about, you know, the the idea of like a serial killer, for lack of a better term who i assume is narrating the song where he's talking about like oh here's one more kill for the highlight reel right you know just kind of you know the sense of constantly seeking things out to try to make yourself feel better um you know and i think it's a powerful metaphor that's interesting yeah I didn't love it. I'll be honest. That's fair. I don't because again, because again, it was it was the, the, my romance yeah. The, the style didn't do much for me. And then once it's like, oh, but it's a serial killer's point of view. That doesn't make me be like, oh well. In that case, like I'm never like, <laughs> like whenever there's like some new like murder doc out, like I don't give a shit. Like I'm not like I know that like serial killers are also kind of having a moment where like yeah. they have like Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy and shit. But like Ryan I don't know. I, nev- I never like, I never like I was never into the shit like that yeah it's like yeah but i don't know i really like this album i think like for people that like like dark shit that's also very theatrical yeah that's fair this is a hit but yeah yeah. um but anyway let's roll on into your next pick uh which i feel bad that i didn't listen to it until this uh is really Family Ties by Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar. Be riding my rap, the critics got everyone tapped. You gotta relax, the city where nobody sleeps. Just tap in and ask where I'm at, ho! Smoking on your top five tonight, tonight. I'm smoking on your what's the name tonight, tonight. Smoking on your show's name tonight, tonight. I am the Omega, PG Lane, Rolly Game, SIE. Don't you address me unless it's with four letters. I thought you known better. I've been ducking the pandemic. I've been social gimmicks. I've been ducking the overnight activist. Yeah, I'm not a trending topic. I'm a hold on, y'all niggas playing with me, man. I am the Omega. DJ Lane, Rolling Gang, SIE. Don't you address me unless it with four letters. Bitch, I thought you known better. I've been ducking the pandemic. I've been ducking the social gimmicks. I've been ducking the overnight activist. Yeah, I'm not a trending topic. I'm a prophet. I answer to Metatronic every year. Bitch, looking for a better me. I am a legacy. I come from the 70. The Al Green, Nosprey, Guns, and the Melody. The Big Shot, Wrist on Cryo. Soon as I press that button, nigga better get I like had been aware of 
but I so I, I'm that, then then I'll 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 get into it because I I really like Baby Keem. I had been into him for a while now um, because basically because Donald Glover tweeted in I want to say like mid last year that Baby Keem was one of the only artists that he likes right now, and so I was like, okay, that means I have to go check out Baby Keem. And at the point, he only had like, and and it might have been an EP. I think there's like seven songs on it and like one or two loose singles that had came out. And so I got into those and I liked them. I was like, okay, I'm interested to see what he does next. And then so I started doing a little more research about him. I learned that uh, I'm pretty sure he's Kendrick Lamar's cousin. Okay. So I think the fact that he didn't just kind of use that to catapult him says right. a lot about how he like wants to obviously they're going to collaborate because he has access to Kendrick and Kendrick is Kendrick so yeah. like but like he 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 very easily could have like begged Kendrick to put him on damn or begged Kendrick to like put he was I don't even think he might have been now that I'm thinking about it but like he could have begged Kendrick to give him a bigger role on the Black Panther project yeah and he, he easily could have like nepotized the shit out of his career, but I don't think he did. But I think that there is a really good chemistry with him and Kendrick. And I think towards the end of this song where they're just like trading lines back and forth, we, I've talked about on this podcast that that's something I love to see, but like, I think they do a great job on it. I think, I'm pretty sure he produces a lot of his own songs. So it's nice to be able to credit him for both of those aspects of this song but i really like this song that's one of those songs that like i've been just fucking jamming to ever since it came out and i really liked this album i thought this album was really good yeah now that i listened to it i was like oh no this is sick and i want to check i should check out more of baby keem's stuff the only reason i didn't check it out initially is because i was like oh i don't really know baby keem's um you know And 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 he's also he's also kind of been having moments on tiktok and it's 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 interesting to see because they're entirely user generated. Yeah. He is not trying to make shit happen on TikTok. He's just making his own music, and I, and I think that's how the best TikTok trends happen. Oh yeah, 100%. but it, it it's so interesting to see like someone who like clearly in my eyes was not trying for that, and I've seen like four or five different segments of songs of his become like small but big to me trends, and it's it's. It's cool to say he's another person that I'm really excited just to see what else he does. Yeah. Something else that I also like about this song is it kind of feels like it's two songs spliced together. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got Baby Keem's verse to kick it off and then you've got Kendrick's verse. And like, there's they, like a you know, full beat switch when Kendrick oh yeah. comes in. Yeah. They sound totally different. And it, yeah. it also gets me excited for whatever Kendrick does next, which I hope exactly. is exactly here. Um, and so. So on this album, Kendrick Lamar appears twice. And the other appearance is, I would say, the weirder Kendrick Lamar feature. That okay. is, uh, a lot of people know it simply as Top of the Morning. Okay. And it, it, it's, it's really interesting to see Kendrick in this pocket of like, and, and I've mentioned this before with other artists, but like Kendrick knowing that he can do whatever he wants and really leaning into some of the weirder shit. Yeah. So that gets me excited for his next project as well. Yeah, because I think think with Kendrick, he's done, you know, he did the two kind of more traditional albums. He did, you know, 
what is still pretty much the masterpiece with to pimp a butterfly yeah and then i'd say damn is more of a pop record than yeah i pimp think that's butterfly. where he went with that as well and so i wonder you know but i also think with kendrick as well it's 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 easy to overlook because we just did he put out an album that was just scraps yeah and it's the the fact that it's better than fine shows you like what he's capable of really like yeah so I'm, I'm i'm excited to see where he goes i'm excited to see where baby keen goes as an artist and as an individual and yeah i recommend that album if you haven't checked it out yet yeah i'm gonna i'll probably i'll probably give it a listen today <laughs> yeah. um but uh anyway let's roll on in to my next pick um which my artist of the year last year um Spanish love songs with yep. Phantom Limb. Too fast from a dream in a rented room. It doesn't belong to me, and I think my arms asleep. I don't know. Feels like something's missing. And I, I drank all weekend, and I took all of the drugs that we bought from your friend in the valley. I don't remember the sun coming up. single they put out this year they put out a few covers that they had done on their patreon and then you know gave them wider releases afterwards okay. uh, but i really think that this was a nice continuation of what they did on brave faces everyone i also like that it's i like that you know the thing that i like about spanish love songs a lot is that they do these really you know personal songs that are also inherently political. And I like that this is a love song about mass shootings. Right, right. Um, You know, where it's about, you know, watching the news with someone and, you know, wanting to make yourself numb. And it, it, like you said, it kind of goes back to that theme of realizing how horrible the world is, Uh, you know, and yeah, it just kind of like, you know, we, didn't have as many mass shootings in 2021 as in some other years but you know they're making a comeback yeah you know (laughs) but you know you watch the news and you know the line where he's where he's just talking about like getting fucked up because the world is a horrible place i'm like oh yeah i felt that you know that's been election night for the past two election cycles yeah and I mean, well, I, I would say that Spanish Love Songs is definitely one of my favorite bands that you've introduced me to. So thank you for that. And I, I don't know if I even put together, I, I, part of me definitely realized it, but when you said that they're melding the personal and political in a lot of, if not all of their music, and, and you're right, I think they do that so well that I didn't even realize it, yeah. that, 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 they're, that they're bringing it together. And it does kind of like, because as much as it sucks, so much is political right now oh, yeah. and 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 i've i've always been 
politically aware to the extent that I can be, but it's like, it, I would like to not be sometimes <laughs> like, I would like to not yeah. have to actively think about how my elected officials are, are having so much control over my everyday life. But again, like I work in a high school, like yeah. this is some shit that I have to think about all the time. Yeah. I, as a substitute teacher, I don't have a key to the classrooms. So I have to ask a different teacher, Hey, can you unlock and then immediately relock this door so that I can get in, leave the door open for students to come in. And then if God forbid, I can just shut the door and it will be locked. Yeah. But like, I, I, and, and it sucks that like, that's, that's something that we have, have to, to actively about. focus on. Like I was a senior in high school when Sandy Hook happened and Sandy Hook's like 20 minutes away from me. So yeah. like, I, I, I still, I, I, I still, I might've told you this before, but I have such a distinct memory of when it happened, a friend coming to me and telling me about it and me saying, and me just telling her she was wrong. Because in my brain, I could not have fathomed that that is what actually happened. And then apologizing to her, I, I hope that I apologized to her later in the day when I realized that what she said happened, happened. Because yeah. like, it was late 2012 and we still lived in, I think, and we still lived in a world where that wasn't shit that just happened as much as it does. Oh, Alex Jones. Jesus, but like, (laughs) no, it's fine. It's fine. No, but you're totally right. For different reasons. For different reasons. I I went for Alex Jones. You know, I end up thinking a lot. You know, I I go back to that Spanish Love Songs record a lot. You know, and I love that band. I like you know their second album. They their songs are funny. They have songs with jokes in them, and like you know, like and their songs that are more universally about depression. But then when they did Brave Faces, everyone, I was like, oh, this is a band that you know. One of the things they did that I thought was really smart was when the album came out, they said, hey, here's a list of charitable causes. Uh, that relate to each song on the album. So like, you know, one of the songs they were like, okay, you know, this is about the opioid addiction. Here's a charity you could uh, contribute to. This is about mass shootings. This is about, this is a gun violence charity. This is that. And, you know, you listen to the songs and, you know, there's lines that are very, you know, stuck to yourself. I was, I listened to their last album, the the other day and when it got to the last song i just started crying because yeah, you know he, he talks about you know i'm running out of what comes next running through jobs i'm gonna hate living paycheck to paycheck yeah. like my parents and their parents and their parents before them and i'm like oh yeah that's a song about depression and that's a song about life and that's a song about normal personal struggles but it's also not you know, this song that's just like, oh, you know, I don't have money. This is a song like, our economy is fucked. Everything well, because, is bad. <laughs> because they're, as an objectively smaller band, yeah. they're still just kind of real Americans to an extent. Yeah. So they're able to say like, and it's authentic when they say, this is how these issues are affecting real people. Because like, as much as I love someone like Dua Lipa, if she puts out a song about income inequality or class struggle or poverty well, like Demi Lovato. it's not gonna exactly exactly it's not gonna it's, it's not gonna feel yeah it's not gonna feel authentic like no i end up thinking a lot about because also the guy the spanish love songs they're all a little bit older than us they're like in their early 30s they're yeah, not like yeah they're not like you know kids that are 22 singing right. punk songs you know yeah. they're a, they're kids that they were in high school when the economy crashed in 2008 there's all sorts of references to 2008 and then 
you know, I always think of the line on the album where he says, you know, they'll say that these are our, these are, I don't know if they say these are our glory days, at least until they ask our age, where I'm like, oh yeah, you know, this is like, that's how I feel when I tell people like, yeah, I do comedy. And then they're like, oh, that's great. And I'm like, ah, yeah. But yeah, Phantom Limb, I, overall, I really like it. And I think- I think one of the things that one of the lines that strikes me the most is when he talks about, um, you know, you said the body count don't phase you. You're still terrified to die, just not as much as you were used to. And I think that, you know, 2021 was a lot better than 2020, I think. I think, you know, with vaccines and things getting better, you know, but there's still fear about COVID. And, you know, now we're going into Omicron or Omnicron, whatever, you know, it's, you know, it's still ever present. The Verizon Fios wireless is, the Verizon Fios variant is right around the corner. (laughs) Exactly. But so I think that it's still relevant, but um. Anyway, let's roll on into your next pick, which is Easier Than Lying by Halsey. Once again, I'm going to say for the second year in a row, uh, was surprised by how much I like this Halsey record. It is my favorite thing she's done yet. Yeah, I thought it was another, and, and I keep coming back to this, and maybe this is kind of like, maybe this is the actual result instead of what I was expecting from the pandemic when I said that I thought more artists would collaborate the way Bruno Mars and uh, Anderson Peck did. But I think more artists are just kind of, doing whatever they want with their music. And I think this was Halsey really leaning into more rock-based sounds and more punk-based sounds. And I think she really did a great job with it. And I think it's also an extremely personal record because obviously she's been through a lot in the past year or so, as we all have, but also she had a child. She is coming coming to this album with with a perspective of motherhood. And, And I think it's... But she's also young. She's also still in her late 20s. And she still has has these complicated relationships with lovers and friends. And I think the refrain here of losing you is easier than lying to myself that you love me is something that is, again, relatable and, peop- and, and uh, something that you kind of have to come to terms with in one point or another, be it breakup or be it, you know, friendships even and sometimes. But I think... I, I really liked I really liked a lot of this record. And honestly, when I put this song on the playlist, it was kind of a placeholder 
because I was like, I know I'm going to have a Halsey song on this playlist. Just and I, I just happened to choose this one. But the more I listened to it, and maybe it's because I also didn't look too hard because I was, I was focused on other aspects of both the playlist and life. But I was listening to the song and I was like, I really like this song. So, and I stand by it. Yeah, I, I stand, like, like I said before, this is my favorite thing that Halsey's done. One of the things that I hope uh, comes from this too is... You know, two of the producers that have worked on some of the biggest albums of the past two years have been Aaron Desner working with Taylor Swift, which was surprising, and now Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross working with Halsey. Yeah. And I kind of hope that it means that there will be more, you know, collaborations between the two of them. Yeah. And I'm I'm, you know, I'm sure or, Jack Antonoff is fine taking some weight off his shoulders. Right. Yeah, and like having <laughs> producing the entire pop industry. Right. Or having like Trent and Atticus, you know, produce other stuff. Um, but, you know, I one of the things that I've been wondering about, and this kind of goes to the Turnstile record too, is it's been a good year for rock music in general and like heavy music, I'd say. Yeah. I think with like the Turnstile record, you know, Machine Gun Kelly is one of the biggest stars in the world. You know, and I wonder if there's an aspect of, granted, the Machine Gun Kelly album is very polished and poppy, where Halsey is, you know, a lot heavier. Like, yeah, this is a, a full-blown, like, rock. She, she went full rock, and and, yeah. and she's better for it. Yeah, and I think that, you know, I wonder if there's an aspect of it where it's kind of like, okay, you know, we're living in you know, a new presidency are, do we yeah. feel better now? You know, I, I also think, I think just music. in general, people are angrier. Yeah. People are starting to realize that systems that we have been told for our entire lives are there to benefit us are not actually there to benefit us in the way that we thought we were. And we're, we're rebelling in the ways that we know how. And in some cases you're, you're someone like Halsey that can vocalize that on a mainstream level and hopefully people enjoy it. Yeah. yeah she did a good job on this. I'm happy for her. Hell yeah. Um, well, let's roll on into my next pick, which was Brando by Halsey. Um, <laughs> no, by not Halsey, Halsey, Lucy Day. <laughs> <laughs> they play oldies in the afternoon for the elderly and me and you. Fred and Ginger, black and white. I watch you watch It's a Wonderful Life. by Lucy Dake by Lucy yeah. Davis. Uh yeah. Um this is one of my favorite albums of the year. Um Lucy Dacus has been an artist that I adore. Uh, you know, I go back to her music very often. Um and I think she really took herself to another level with this. I think she really embraced a lot of different musical elements. Um yeah. and I think that, you know, kind of, you know, where a lot of my playlist is a lot of stuff that's sort of 
you know, intensely in your face about the state of the world. This was a little bit more nostalgic and it made me think of like being in high school and being a dumb teenager and yeah, I see that. You know, putting a lot of meaning to relationships that don't really mean anything. Right, right. Um, I uh, I thought she did a very good job of kind of like what you were saying earlier songs that sound happy that are sad yeah I thought she did a good job of like clearly she's she's talking about some shit that she wasn't happy about but like it, she she was able to wrap it around in this not upbeat but kind of like fun story like almost yeah. like I, I, thought did, I thought she did a good job with that well I, I end up thinking it's a lot like when you look back at things that are kind of bad yeah. You, know, you can kind of do it in a way that's sort of sweet. Um, right. You know, and I think, you know, it's a, it's a song about skipping school to go watch old movies with a romantic interest. And then, yeah. you know, you're kind of like, you know, when things end and like it's like a shitty relationship, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, the world is bad. You know, right. Exactly. Now, you know, I'm like, if I think about like my shitty high school relationship, I'm like, yeah. well, I'm 27 now. Yeah. You it's know? it's kind of like a song about like taking off those rose colored glasses. Yeah. And being like all this shit that you thought was sweet is actually like not not that great anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. And I also think it's funny because it's about how like dumb and how unself-aware high school kids are sometimes yeah, yeah it's true that, too. you know you're screaming stella because you think you're brando but you'll never yeah. be, you know or the you know you called me a th- or what's the line uh you called me cerebral i didn't know what you meant yeah you know couldn't you have just said that i looked pretty I'm like, yeah oh, exactly i was talking about that one as well yeah love it um yeah sweet song love lucy dangus yeah i'm looking forward to checking out that whole album it's a goodie. Um, yeah. Well, let's bring this on home with your last pick, which was Summer Rain by Good Boy Daisy. Sunday morning, woke up in a grass bed. I laughed while you struggled with your dad's tent. Your smile looks great in California. This is a group that I, I'm pretty sure I just saw a TikTok randomly in like March that was just like recommending a bunch of uh, artists that weren't huge. And uh, I was just like, okay, I'll just download everything from everyone in this video. (laughs) And Good Boy Daisy is the one that kind of stuck with me the most, specifically this song. This is probably my song of the year, I would say. Okay. This is like... Cause it's another, cause it like, it hit everything that I have kind of been talking about this whole time. It was like, it was upbeat, but serious. And it was talking about, it was personal. It was, it, it's kind of relationship centered a little bit, but also like 
it's one of those songs that makes me think that like we're gonna be okay yeah like like it it, it, it's acknowledging that like hey shit's not great right now but like we're gonna be okay we're gonna make it out on the other side and things gonna be all right and it's and it sounds good the instrumentation's great the music's fun the voices are nice I, i like it it's a nice song and it was just like it was one of those songs. It was another one of those songs that, like, I went back to when I wasn't feeling great and needed to, and that's why it's probably why it was one of my top played songs. <laughs> but like, yeah. and yeah, and it, and it just made me feel good. It just made me feel like things were going to be okay. Yeah, it's just a goodie to kind of like lift you out of you know the dark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't really have much to add. That's fine. But... It was it was it was simple, but it, it got the job done for me. Absolutely. Um, well, let's go into my last pick, which uh, was the polar opposite. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, written Thank you back to what I was saying before about our two playlists. <laughs> written House by Harmony Woods. Dripping um, everywhere, blistering my fingers with the palest shade of shit. Three creams, no sugars, the only way. This was uh, Harmony Woods' Graceful Rage is my album of the year. Um, I love this record so much. This album just blew me away through and through. Uh, Barty Strange, who was one of my favorite artists of last year, produced the whole thing. Really? Um, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Um, And I mean, with this song in particular, I think that, you know, this kind of has that Taylor Swift quality where it's a story it's not true when i interviewed sophia she told me that it wasn't necessarily a real oh you did end up doing the interview yes after the fact oh nice okay cool. Uh, so it was still cool i was still excited as far as i know i you know they i don't think have done very many interviews other than that uh so like that was cool um but yeah this song in particular really you know stuck out to me just because it's so intense it's you know very much so you know like you know something that you hope you never have to go through on either end i think yeah um and i think that overall this whole album's theme of moving past a toxic relationship is very powerful and very well done and i think that the lyrics throughout it are great um you know, I think that this song I just ended up coming back to the most because I think the emotion is there. This one, and I was between this and the song um, God's Gift to Woman, uh, okay. which uh, is a hilarious, not hilarious, it's very intense, but also kind of funny punk song. Right. But I, um, Unfortunately, I only wrote one note about this song. Uh, I started to listen to Rittenhouse, but then I acquitted. Uh 
sorry. You know, I almost is... changed the song in light of the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, just because yeah. I was like, because Rittenhouse is also an area of Philadelphia. Yeah, no, no, no. I figured it was completely unrelated. Yeah, yeah but I was like, I don't even know if I. Would. But obviously, we are living where we are right now. Right. I was like, just because. Yeah, I think there's enough time. Pa- like, like I said, it's a real place, you know. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I was like, I don't know if I even want this. No, I get you. Yeah, because you know? that did cross my mind. <laughs> of course, obviously, how could it not? It would be insane. Like, but um, yeah, I highly recommend this album. Uh, yeah, know, I'm gonna check that one out too. My favorite, my favorite record, and so I hope that they get to tour. I'd like to see them in New York at some point. Yeah, that'd be sick. Um, but yeah, so. But anyway, those are the yeah. best songs of 2021, according to us. Yeah, our fancies. Yeah. I know. I'm glad that we got to do this. Me too. Thank yeah. you for having me again. Thank you for doing it. Uh, do you have anything you want to... Uh, you kind of did honorable mentions at the start. I got a few more honorable mentions. Because yeah. the, the honorable mentions... I mentioned people that I know, obviously. Right. Meat and Potatoes, Sabrina Monique. Yeah. Um, I, I really liked... Uh, we're obviously not going to... I did mention her already, but we're not going to finish this without me mentioning once again, Selena Gomez put out uh, a Spanish EP this year that I thought was really great. Um, it, I That was another, I, I think, a risk on her part, but I think it paid off. It was really well received. Uh, nominated for a Grammy too, so right. here's hoping. I think she, I hope she gets it, obviously. Um, I liked the new Bleachers project. Yeah, I really liked the Bleachers. I album. really liked that. Um, Victor Pope Jr. dropped a bunch of singles throughout the year that I thought were really good. And uh, Tierra Wack put out, who obviously I mentioned her earlier as well. Uh, she put out a song with, uh, I, I don't know if they're a group. I think they're an individual, but the song is called Who Knew? And it's by uh, Femmet Forward and Tierra Wack. And I really like that song. That one really almost made the list as well. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of good stuff out there. Awesome. Hell yeah. Oh, I also, I also a last minute uh, one that I cut. Uh, was Rumors by Lizzo and Cardi B. Yes, I remember. I just thought they both did a great job on that. I thought I thought Lizzo really, because she's obviously someone that's going to be around for a while and has been taking her time with the follow-up to her last project. And I really thought that she did a great job on Rumors. Definitely. Uh, well, what song do you think we should go out on? Oh boy, you're putting me on the spot. Um... I'm just going to, I'm going to pick mine. I'm going to pick Summer Rain. I thought I, that's, right, yeah. that's how I want to close it. Yeah. Just, we'll I, I know they just heard it, but fuck it. This has been a Lughole Podcast.